Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV. Including special feature segments, vlogs such as... 5 Minutes with a G. The Straight Shooting View. Coaching with JBK. Audio on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podomatic, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk revolution on social media. Twitter, Instagram. We have a group and fan page on Facebook. The pitch is where we eat. The pitch is where we sleep. And the pitch is where we talk. Welcome to the Straight Shooting View. What's up, everybody? My name is Straight Shooting LJ, and welcome to another episode of the Straight Shooting View. Now, I'd like to talk about protests and boycotts. Now, on Sunday, May 2nd, 2021, the Man United-Liverpool Premier League match was delayed and then later postponed because of protests, well, at that time, outside and then inside the stadium by Man United fans in opposition to the Glazer family ownership of the club, which they've owned for 16 years. And the last time we saw protests was back in 2010 against the Glazers. But there were protests also outside the team hotel as well, which was odd, but more on that later. But when I first saw the protests at Old Trafford, I actually thought hilarious stuff, in all honesty. And I was glad that Carragher mentioned on Sky Sports about Gillette and Hicks and that he's not going to condemn the fans for protesting. But there are always a few who go too far. And Carragher, Roy Keane and Gary Neville saying it was a peaceful protest eh, came across a little stupid to me because some of the fans actually broke into the stadium. So... That's not peaceful. That is trespassing. And a lot of those fans will end up with criminal records because of that. As their images have been beamed around the world in 4K, HD and UHD. Um, so could easily be retrospectively punished. But also there were some people with their phones out blatantly broadcasting live on Instagram and Facebook and taking pictures like it was a day trip. Literally giving the police evidence of what they did. So they could end up having banning orders dropped on them when fans were allowed back in, in stadiums. So invading stadiums of owners who don't care and don't even live in the country and injuring police officers and also destroying camera equipment, that could end up doing a lot more harm than good and actually damaging your cause as you'll just be looked upon as a hooligan minority, even though you've got a legitimate gripe. But for me, the Glazers don't give a damn. As said on a recent vlog, with the amount of money they've creamed off the club and they continue to cream off the club, that's pretty evident. But it's also funny as well that at that point they were saying they, the Liverpool-Man United game may not happen at all. And I thought to myself, come on, get real. The game is a massive draw in terms of viewers and money. I think it's like the biggest draw in the league. And the Premier League, but especially the broadcasters, won't let the game not happen because of the money involved. I mean, the Super League, which is supposedly what this is about, it's one of them was it showed that it's all about money. And the same notion with Null and Void in the Premier League last season. It was all about money. But as I said on a recent vlog, the Glazers have weathered this kind of storm before with the Newton Heath gimmick years ago. And for me, to make this different and actually have a long-lasting impact, the protests need to be consistent. Not just for a few weeks, but it has to be like what our fans did with Gillette and Hicks. Peaceful protests outside the grounds, not breaking and entering, and keep going until the job is done. And also, 
start boycotting and protesting the sponsors as well. Because again, I said on a recent vlog, the sponsors are the ones with the power and their influence, in my view, is the deciding factor. And they have the financial clout in all of this. And remember, this is about money. So on a side note, I noticed some interesting differences, actually, between the BLM marches in mid-2020 and the Old Trafford protests. I noticed that the police weren't heavy-handed at all and the media didn't vilify them at all. They said the protests were peaceful, even though camera gear was destroyed and you could see it happening live. There was breaking and entering. Officers were hurt. A couple of officers were hurt and bloodied and trespassing, breaking and entering into Old Trafford. And apart from a statue of Edward Colston being toppled, the BLM protests were actually a lot more peaceful than that. But there was also a sinister side in my view. The protests at the club hotel were actually moronic in my view because the players and coaches had nothing to do with the Super League situation and they had nothing to do with the Glazers owning the club. So to intimidate them by protesting makes no sense and looks absurd. But apparently it was deliberately done to try and force the hand of the club to say if you don't postpone or cancel this match, which was later revealed that was the intention of the protest, then we won't let the players out. But again, that puts the players in an unsafe and also unfortunate situation as it only takes one moron to incite violence. Just like those who broke into the stadium, nobody let them in. I mean, come on, let's get real. Nobody let them in. But that brings me to my next point because I wonder how much attention the protests at, the Old, Tra at Old Trafford took away from the social media boycott against racism and discrimination that was also taking place that same weekend. From Friday, April 30th to Monday, May 1st, there was a social media boycott supposedly happening. Not saying the protests were like deliberately done because of that, but coincidentally, it did take the focus away, in my view. But in regards to a social media boycott, um, a boycott for an indefinite period would be a lot more powerful to me. I mean, three to four days won't hurt these social media platforms at all, and they know they can wait it out, knowing that these entities will be back in a few days. But if they didn't know when these entities were coming back, if they were even coming back, and they said, oh, we're boycotting until further notice, then you'd potentially see a change because stock prices and that kind of thing will be hit. And that's where the real money is. And also, I said on a recent Pitch Talk vlog, more of that needs to, needs to change to prevent online abuse and media companies such as Sky Sports, for example, have a responsibility to change their ways too. And I'm not against boycotts or protesting to try and make your point and force change, but I feel you have to be very careful with how you approach it and how you execute them. And to those who feel like their, their club is immune from bad ownership, like the Glazers, remember this. Football clubs are businesses, and these owners, these people aren't philanthropic by nature. They're all about return on investment, not benevolent gestures. And on a side note, the 51 plus, the 50 plus one rule is interesting and cool in principle but these billionaire owners are not going to relinquish that level of control and limit the amount of revenue they can earn for themselves especially as the game at the top top level is a business and the money from tv deals alone puts the premier league in a different stratosphere in comparison to say the bundesliga that enforces the 50 plus one rule so Comparing the Premier League with the Bundesliga in that way, to me, doesn't necessarily work. And also as well, everybody's looking to get an edge. 
Everybody is looking to be more competitive than someone else. Everybody's looking to win more, to place higher up the table because it's a bit more of a fairer system. And I said, it's a case of a lot of, I said, these owners are all about their money. The Cronkies, Daniel Levy, Roman Abramovich, FSG, who recently secured about £500 million worth of um, investment via Redbird. So, and especially at this time as well, with the COVID-19 pandemic striking, it's a case of a lot of these clubs have lost hundreds of millions. Manchester City had that when the um, league stopped for about, what, four months? It's a case of when there, when there was that four-month break, I think Manchester City lost like 126 million, something in that ballpark. Liverpool have revealed their accounts recently that they've lost um, hundreds of millions of pounds too. So... Oh, the thing for me is that I said the 50 plus one, one rule would be nice, but I just don't think it's feasible with the money floating around in the game. And also corruption, corruption and greed. You've got corruption and greed at the very top levels. Just ask Seth Blatter, just ask Michel Platini. And Seth Blatter's just had his ban extended, as mentioned on the previous vlog. Just look at Gianni Infantino who's under investigation right now. So it's like, uh, and it's like the government, and as I've said before, the government as well, I wouldn't expect anything from this conservative government in terms of reforming football governments. They can do reviews all they want, but a review just means you're going to look at something and maybe come out with some recommendations, but who's going to enforce that? And it's been mentioned recently that um, that UEFA are, are like putting some sanctions on certain teams about in regards to the European Super League. But even even then, look at how quickly all of these entities have reacted because it affects their money. Racism, homophobia. Usually, there's barely any reaction, barely any reaction, if any. So it's all that where it's just like I said. I am not against people boycotting and also protesting. I said the social media boycott, I'm not against the principle of it, but three to four days isn't going to do anything. Again, protesting. I'm not against protesting either. If you feel that passionate about something, if you feel that strongly about something, if you feel that you have not had your voice heard, then by all means... Boycott, protest, do what you must, but you've got to be very careful with the execution of it because then if it gets violent, if a certain idiotic fringe get violent with it, then you're going to end up, as I said, doing more harm than good. So, as I said, I'd like to know, you know, I'd like to know your views. Comment section is below. Remember, youtube.com forward slash pitch talk is where you can find all our vlogs, videos, special features, and much, much more. Also, we are on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Podomatic, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, New to Verbal as well, V U R. BL as well. We are also on Player FM and you can grab our RSS 
feed as well. Also see our social media accounts at Pitch Talk on Twitter. Tweet with us, follow us, see what we are up to. Instagram.com forward slash Pitch Talk as well. At Pitch Talk on Instagram. Facebook.com forward slash Pitch Talk as well. Join the group. Become a fan, become a friend, become a member of the group. Join the footballing revolution we are working so hard to create. We've got so many places where we are, so many places you can pick us up. Also, mixcloud.com forward slash pitch talk for our older archives as well, including right back to the very beginnings of pitch talk back in 2010. Remember also, as said, youtube.com forward slash pitch talk. You can catch vlogs such as yours truly with the straight shoot in view and also the straight shoot in view top picks as well. But I give like a lighter hearted kind of top fives, top tens, that kind of thing, my favourite Liverpool 11s, favourite FIFA games, non-FIFA games, all that kind of thing as well. Coaching with JBK up is up there as well with Coach JBK, aka Jamie Bailey, his FAWSL roundups and tactical drill downs too. Also, five minutes with the G is up there. Some Arsenal-centred vlogs but also some other stuff as well he does vlog about a hell of a lot so all of the pitch talk content catch us on the social networks i have been straight shooting lja and until next time i'd like to know your views and what you think on social media protests sorry social media boycotts and protests what are your thoughts is it all about the execution and getting that right take it easy people i'll see you next time Join the Pitch Talk revolution on social media, dropping vlogs, videos, and podcasts on the beautiful game.